You are now listening to Sis Stop Podcast. Join me, Belle, as I preach growing up Latin, life's lessons, sex, relationships, and the pursuit of living your best life. Let's start the show. I just want to see what's going on. Oh, yeah, wherever. He's like, whoa, man, chill out. Oh my god. Guys. Guys. Breaking news. <laughs> Jay, did you see Captain America's dick? <laughs> Listen, when you sent me that photo, man. That is that America's is, cock. That is America's penis right there to go along with America's ass. God bless America. Yeah, thank Thank you, Chris Evans, for saving 2020. Literally, this is like one of the best things that's happened out of 2020. Like, what? We have Trump as president. Ugh. Did we you, have did you see his shadow on on his leg? Like, and for that to be, I'm looking at it right now. Legit, it's right here on the phone. Like, I'm staring at it. And y'all, y'all, I'm gonna have to post this on my Instagram because this is. It's beautiful, guys. It's mm-hmm. ladies, gentlemen. Everyone in between. Exactly. It is beautiful. We can all appreciate that. Definitely. I just can't. I can't believe he leaked his own nudes. This is great. I saw something um, pop up on my Instagram stories. One of my friends shared something and we're just like, can't believe Chris Evans leaked his own nudes. And I was like, I got to take the Twitter for this because the Twitter people are going to come through and they sure did. I screenshot that. I appreciate you sharing that with me this morning because, um, listen, your girl needed a little bit of a <laughs> pick me up, a little pick me up. <laughs> you got some morning wood. <laughs> Best way to start my morning. So, guys, if you haven't noticed, <laughs> hi, Jenna's here. A a a. Yes. I need my own theme music. Oh, what What would that sound like? Oh, I don't know, but we'll figure it out and we'll <laughs> add it to the podcast. She goes, "We're gonna edit this in. We need that in here." Oh my god! So yeah, America's America's cock, Captain America's cock, wasn't planned on talking about, but that was something that needed to be said. First mm-hmm. thing that needed to be said. No, but Jenna, what's going on with you? What's new? Not much, man. Just trying to survive the quarantine. Ugh. Still doing the dating thing, and oh yeah, figuring all that stuff out. And girl, your girl's been hustling every day. She's hustling. What? Every day, I'm hustling. Every day, I'm hustling. Every day, I'm hustling. That is the whitest move I've ever seen you do. (laughs) I literally did my own little white girl dance party over here on my couch. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Oh, my God. Guys, I want to say thank you for everybody following, sharing, and whatnot. The rebranding is a pain in the ass, TBH, but y'all are worth it, and we're having fun, and I know Jenna can't wait to be on here every Wednesday hey. for After Dark. What is it? What did we call it? Your your midweek BJ. Yeah, your midweek BJ. Y'all guys get it, right? Because Belle, Jenna, Jenna BJ. BJ. That's why there's a dot after each one. Yeah, because we don't want confusion. We are not giving BJs in the middle of the week. Yeah, it's not like, okay, guys, so today. <laughs> that's not what it is. I fucking hate you. This is why we're not allowed in public together. So maybe the quarantine happened for us. I don't know. <laughs> to lock our ass inside. 
Oh no. Whatever. So look forward to that. What? That'll happen on Wednesdays. And we were just briefly talking before we started recording about what we're going to talk about. And guys, you're in for a treat. Y'all are in for a wild ride. But one thing we're not going to do is be fake as fuck on there. Right. Hell no. We don't got time for that shit. Oh my god. Hell no. But we do want to talk about people that are faker than press on nails, guys, because that shit's real everywhere. Oh, 100%. Like, I know I can even be fake to people because I ain't trying to let them in. They don't need to know my life. Mm -hmm. Why do you need to know? And so I know that you work, well, I've worked previously, but I don't have to deal with having to like have the customer service face on. So, what is your experience currently right now? with dealing with like customers and because you work somewhere I don't know if you want to say it you don't you know I don't know <laughs> if you're gonna get stalkers or anything <laughs> but you know she got a night job you know she's hustling like she said mm-hmm. is that when you have to put your fake face on yeah for the most part like I I know I've mentioned it before that I used to work at HEB so I definitely had like my customer service face when I did that and very much like yeah, well, how can I help you? Oh, yeah, if you look up, it's on aisle four. I swear people just did not know how to read aisle signs. Um, and then when I became Facts. a manager, my favorite thing was, I would like to speak to your manager. Well, I am the manager. Ooh. So <laughs> <laughs> I got to pull that out a couple of different That's times. A good one. But like right now I do work at a restaurant part time here in Austin and you do have to have that customer service face. I am one of the hostesses with the mostesses. And, you know, sometimes we have to lay down the law, especially right now with the mask ordinance in Austin and people not wanting to wear a mask. Oh, have you had to tell anybody? Not tell anybody off, but, you know, have to make them come to Jesus real quick. Well, we've had to tell them to leave the restaurant, go back to their car to go get their face covering. Wow. Because you can't come in without it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's it's an Austin city ordinance thing. Yeah. We're dealing with food, so it's a safety thing for food and everything else like that. We've also had to tell people to pick it up up over their nose because... How do they not know that? It's just they're trying to get away with it, especially like it is a higher-end restaurant. So Mm -hmm. it's people that think that they might be above the status quo and be too good to have to wear a mask. Ooh, privilege. They can't be bothered to wear a mask, so... We say it very politely in our customer service, like, please wear your mask above your nose, or actually, you guys need to go back, go back to your car and grab a mask, or or if they don't have anyone, don't have anything, we'll hand them like a napkin for a face covering. Cause <laughs> yeah, you you can't come in the restaurant without it. That so. is the fakest I've ever heard you sound. <laughs> I've never heard. Listen, you. you should hear me answer the phone. <laughs> I'm literally going to call your job one day and just hang up. <laughs> That's going to be me. So, you know, it's like, you'd be like, hi, thank you for calling. <laughs> this is Jenna. And, be like, and then I'll text you back. That was me. But like you have your, your fake customer service voice that you have for your customers, but you also sometimes have the, for your coworkers too. Like, Oh yeah. You, there are certain coworkers that you're just mm-hmm. like, I, you're not going to know anything real about me. Oh, yeah. I'm always definitely trying to figure out coworkers. Like when I first start a new job, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know how much I can trust you, what I can do around you, what I can say. If you know I take a longer lunch, I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. Or I'm doing something else on my lunch. Daring work. Yeah. yeah no, you don't need to know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like you're kind of figuring out like playing the field of like, OK, like who can I trust? Who can I not trust? And, you know, especially when you work in certain industries, you're like, 
shit spreads like wildfire. Oh, God. especially since you're like a family, and when one mm-hmm. person knows your drama, just expect everybody. Everybody know. knows your drama, so. For me, I have a very select few people at work that I kind of let into what's actually going on in my life. For everyone else, they get the real basic, oh, I've been busy with work, or, you know, I'm here just another day at the office. Like, yeah, this is who I am. Everyone, like, I am the positive person at work, and I'm the communicator, so I play that role. The communicator. So, so let me tell you, you know how to keep, so then you know how to keep your guard up, right? Oh, like 100%. I'm a professional at this in my professional oh, you're a and professional life. Oh, I didn't know you were a professional. <laughs> Listen, honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, surprisingly, I can be professional too. And yeah, no, definitely. I've done that before in my last position. I'm so sad that it took me so long to really figure out the people in my office because they're actually amazing people. And I just, you know, there's other people that I know that work in the state and they're like, oh, or I have these coworkers and they're just like really shitty and they'll shit on you just so that way you don't get ahead. And it's like, okay, cool. So you try to keep to yourself, but still keep it like work friendly, but don't get too friendly with them because, you know, you don't want anything They They can try to sabotage you. They're not really your friend, you know? It's yeah. Like, I mean, I think that happens in every office job because I've definitely yeah. experienced that in my office job. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Ugh. You know, bitches be crazy and bitches be, you know... As much as we're very much a women empower women, women also sabotage women like nobody else's business and will be hurtful and spiteful about it. I think we're totally worse than the men. That's be real. (laughs) At least the men will actually tell you some shit. Exactly. I'll be real. They'll actually be like, I don't like you. But women will be like, oh, I'm your best friend. Let's go have lunch. And Mm -hmm. then be like, I don't think you should have this role or position. And you're like, bitch, say what? I thought, what? <laughs> You're like, no. One plus two equals four. You're saying one plus one plus two equals four. One. Jenna's the fake one. <laughs> I thought I was bad at math, guys. Remember, I just said I was not good at math. <laughs> not that long ago. <laughs> we know Belle doesn't know math. Two plus two equals four, but they're saying two plus two equals five. <laughs> there you go. That's what I wanted to say. Listen, y'all, it's not noon yet. It does not. And I haven't had coffee, so the fact that I can even pick up on the fact that I was wrong is a win. I would have let her keep going, TBH, and I would have been like, She would have. That's what a fake friend does. Mm -hmm. See, we're not really friends. (laughs) This is is all for the podcast. That bitch can't get rid of me. (laughs) She's in the group. I'm forever. So, when it comes to these fake-ass people, I think we need to give these people, our listeners, some... Some little tips on trying to identify fake people. Because sometimes it just doesn't come second nature to people. Like, you know, it took me a while to actually learn how to read people and or even just attempt to read people. Because sometimes I can be totally wrong because I've met some people and I'm like, they're fucking bitch. I fucking hate them. Fuck that hoe. And then the next thing you know, I'm like, no, they have a really good soul, guys. (laughs) And here's Jenna. No. No, but seriously, because I learned from growing up in the music industry, and that was actually from the help and guidance from my grandfather and my uncles and stuff who were just like, no, these other artists aren't your friends. Like, they're just trying to use you and they want to, you know, know what you're doing. And so to get ahead for their owns. And if you're changing the game, doing something else, they're going to take that from you. And and it was just like a whole like, you got to be very, very fake nice. And 
drove me insane. But, I, you know, looking back, I totally understood why you had, you know, why they were like, no, this is what you have to do. Don't really tell anybody what you're actually working on and doing. So I think the listeners need some insight from us on how to really figure them out, figure these shady people out. Let's get them learned, Belle. How do you learned. spot those people? So I'll just go based off how they talk. And it's funny because when I was when I was kind of like putting an outline type together, I was like, holy shit. It reminds me of every politician. Like, no shit. <laughs> if you read my notes, you probably were just like, damn, this bitch. And then I really Listen, was Homegirl thinking. Homegirl has like three pages of notes on here. On yeah. outline, Actually, four. These outlines are real. right now. There's four pages. These outlines are so real. I'm telling you. No, <laughs> I just wanted to keep on track because we all know Belle gets off track. Did y'all not hear that? Last episode, I was everywhere. That's what happens when she has the anti-bitch juice. You see what I'm saying? Like, oh my God. By the way, Adam loved that juice. (laughs) I bet he did. Okay. Anyway, after dark. So, (laughs) no, I go by how they speak to you. You know, their actions versus words. Because I've always been one to say, like, the actions speak louder than the word. Than, you know, what they're saying. Because I can easily be like, oh my God, I am so proud of you. I support you. And the next thing, you know, I'm like... Bitch is going to flop like a fucking fake ass pancake. No, but seriously, um, what I feel is like they the promises that they're speaking to you on, they need to be able to show them in their action. And I'm not talking about anything monetary. If they're saying like they fully support you in anything you're doing, then okay, cool. Be about it. Like support me. You don't, if somebody has a small business of yours or they're getting it up and running, don't ask for a discount. I'm one of those people like, "Mm, don't do that. Like, you know, if they give you something for free, like, oh, cool. Like, thanks so much. But I'm always one to be 100% and support them like fully outright. So that's just me. Jay, what are your take on people's like actions versus words? I definitely am more of an actions person. Like, I'm very much someone, if you say you're going to be there, you better be there. But for me, my time is also very valuable. And because I do work two jobs. Whoa. The hustle is real. Um, and I, you know, right now I am working on like my health and fitness and everything else like that. And I have those priorities. So if I make that time for you and you consistently not show up, you're not going to be someone that's going to be in my life for too much longer. And you're not going to be someone who I'm going to share a whole lot of things with yeah. because I don't have time for that. I don't have time to deal with you letting me down all the time. I don't have time for your fakeness. I don't yep. have time for your false promises. Oh God, I yeah. The one thing that I've learned as I've gotten older, and I'm sure you, you do too, especially like once we've kind of hit our 30s, is we don't care as much. Like, you either going to oh be God, there so or you're not going to be there. And if you're not going to be there, we're going to go ahead and shut that door mm-hmm. and we're going to move on because we don't have time for that anymore. Oh, my God. We you don't have time head, for the nail on the head. Like, <laughs> one. We don't have time for fake friends. We don't have time for people that mm-hmm. have no follow through or anything else like that, whether it be your friends or your family. Oh, that's totally true. I didn't even mention that. It goes for family as well because there's fake family members that I have. And I know I have. And that's okay. But it's like, hey, you see him during the holidays. You see him randomly. Like, just deal with it. And that's that. Like, yeah. And that's fine. Like, I have family Mm -hmm. that, you know, you just see on holidays and stuff like that. And then, you know, you have your close family. But Mm -hmm. it's okay if you have fake family and you just see them on holidays. You 
put on. You just tell them all of the good things in your life and you just say, hey, I'm working. My marriage is great. Blah, blah, blah. X, Y, Z. Yeah. And that be that because you know that they're going to like sabotage you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Hey, family is there for the drama as well. Like not just our coworkers and acquaintances that, you know, we come in random contact with. Our fa- I want to think like our family can even be worse than those people just because they know that. exactly what to say to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Preach. You know more than anybody. They know how to where to stick the knife and how many degrees to turn it to make sure that they have the maximum amount amount of damage. Exactly, dude. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I also feel like people can just be full of excuses too. And they're just like, oh, sorry, I couldn't make it to this. Or um, they said they were going to be there for anything, you know, for you. But all of a sudden it's like, they're not there. Or they're like, oh, you're sick. Well, call me and I, you know, I can take you whatever you need, blah, blah, blah. You know, for example, like in the Wolfpack, we all do that for each other. You know, no matter what, there's times where we've dropped anything and everything we're doing to go to another's house or even just leave something on their doorstep for them because they're feeling under the weather or whatnot. Or we know, damn, it's really just been like that hard of a month for that person, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's just like, mm, be about it. It walk is it a- like a talk it. Walk it, walk <laughs> it, like it, a talk it. Walk it, walk it, like a talk it. That was like side note, that's one of my favorite dancer teams that we learned at David Dance. Um You're like side note. <laughs> side note. But with like the bailing part, like there is a difference between like flaky friends and fake friends. Yeah. You know, you've got some friends that are flaky, like you know that they're flaky, it is what it is, but you know that they have good intentions and they've yeah. got stuff going on in their life. Like I can be flaky, you can be I flaky. Can be flaky. Other members of the wolf pack can be flaky. Like, it is what it is. But you know the difference between flaky and fake because you know when it really comes down to it, they're going to be there. Yeah, life happens, It does. And when you call them being like, I need you right now, you know that they're going to be there. Whereas your fake friends are going to be like, actually... Today's not good for me. my brother's sister's boyfriend's sons bat mitzvah like there's <laughs> gonna be like <laughs> shalom <laughs> mazel tov. sorry not shalom mazel tov. jesus so like you know like who's gonna be there and who's not gonna be there and like yeah you know you may have your friends that you may not talk to all of the time but you know that they're their real friends like oh yeah i've I got have, friends yeah. all over the world and they're my real friends Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I have friends that I haven't talked to. You know, we don't talk as often, maybe a couple times a year, and that's that. But, like, if they needed anything, I'm there for them. You know, I got I got my people, so. Oh, like, yeah. And even, like, some of my friends that live, like, I have a friend that lives in New York. she ever needed me, I would just. We have liftoff. <laughs> <laughs> I would leave for New York. Yeah, no, I totally get you. So, what I've also learned is that. Another way you can also kind of tell these people part is, you know, if they're hard to impress or if they're easy to impress. Um, I feel like because me, I'm just, I feel like it's extremely hard to impress me just because I don't give a shit. <laughs> bitch, I impressed you the first time you met me. I was like, who was this bitch and her moves? What? Look at that ass. No, <laughs> no, it's more like, look at those boobies, like go up and down trying to learn bad blood because they were fucking everywhere. <laughs> they were everywhere i just feel like so like for me that was a rough practice dude that was oh my god thanks to casey for mm-hmm. making that choreo because that shit was real so that's real why some of, real tiring that's why some of us don't listen to bad blood anymore <laughs> can't hear it anymore 
Oh my God. No, but I just think like, so for me, I'm just, I have strong opinions and it is what it is. Cause I'm not set in my ways, but it's just like, I know the quality of people that I want in my life. And so from now I'm just like, Oh, well, all they want to do is like X, Y, and Z. I don't want to take any part of that. And, or they have, um, what is it? Hold on. I lost my train of thought. Okay. So what I was saying, <laughs> guys, you know, I get off track, off track and topic. Mm-hmm. No, but I feel like the people who are hard to impress, they just really don't care. They are comfortable being who they are. And so they can easily tell if somebody's just trying too hard. And I can definitely see if somebody's trying too hard. I'm just like, girl, chill. It's okay. Just be you. And that's what I've always said. Be you. And people are going to see that. And they're going to like you for being you. That's why I always with this podcast, I was always like, I'm going to be real and authentic as possible. Because the person you hear right here now, jumbling up all her goddamn words, is the person you're going to see and have lunch with, you know, at Takara Mujo. I said that very white. Jenna, you you're rubbing say, off. I say it better than you do. Te quiero mucho. Like, Look come on that. now. But yeah, but as opposed to somebody who's just easily impressed and you're like, and they're like, oh my God, you know how to do this? Can you show me how to do that? Or, oh my gosh, I want to put you, um, it's always, they're always like trying to be really impressed with whatever you're doing in order to benefit themselves. Because they're like thinking and ready in their head, like where well, I can just use this person for, let's just say, Maybe you're an event planner and they want to use you for your contacts. It doesn't have to be like something physical or monetary. They can use you for things like that. And I don't know. I mean, think about it. Like I said earlier in the very, very beginning, like this had me thinking a lot about politicians. And if you think away how how politicians are and what they have to do in campaigning and promise people things and whatnot. Not that I'm trying to get political on this, but it just really like reminded me of like, well, shit, just seeing, and this just goes for all politicians. I'm not going to throw it out there, even though we know I hate Trump. We both do. It's the fact that like, we see this every day, really. Yeah. Like, well, it's even like when you're talking about even like student government, like when you were in high school oh, and like yeah. college and all of like the false promises and stuff like that. Yes. Because uh, we definitely remember that with like SGA in college, but mm-hmm. back to like the over eagerness, like sometimes that's someone really wanting to be their friend. Like, listen, I made Jamie be my friend. This is true. <laughs> I was like, this this girl is cool. Like, we both, at the time I was still working for H-E-B, I was like, we both work for H-E-B. Like, we get it. Mm-hmm. Like, she's got badass dance moves. She's just, like, a cool-ass person. And I want to be her friend. Like, I need yeah. that person in my life. So I might have been a little bit overeager with her. And I do that sometimes, like sometimes I do. And that's a fault of mine. Like even when I'm trying to get like the attention of men, I am over eager sometimes. And I just want to. It like, happens, text especially you all the time. they look fine as hell. So. <laughs> <laughs> especially when they cut Captain America's dick. Yeah. If you have Captain America's dick, please deke. Whoa. Deke. <laughs> I don't know. This was like Mighty Ducks triple deke over here. <laughs> Captain America's deke. But no, like, even, like, even with men, and I think a lot of that sometimes stems from insecurities. Like, I know I get insecure, and I'm like, I need to do this, 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 and this, because I am not 100% confident in myself. I was the same before Adam, and when I met Adam, I just didn't give a fuck anymore. I mean, that's fair. It worked out for you. (laughs) It's just like, (laughs) fuck. (laughs) (laughs) 
All because he took a risk on your cousin's photo. It's lit. D- y'all, I'm gonna have Adam on here so that way he can tell you how you just didn't give a fuck and shot his shot and this is what happened. I mean, it worked out, right? But but there is a difference between like the overeager, the like the self centered overeagerness, and yeah, then the there is people that do come from a good good spot as well of like mm-hmm. being over eager and like wanting to have that attention with you so i think that's yeah totally and i think true. the way that you can spot it is what where their attentions are coming from them being like oh you're really good at this oh could you do this for me mm-hmm. oh you're really good at creating graphics could you create a graphic for me but then not offer to pay you for anything for your services yeah at least offer jesus like <laughs> exactly <laughs> damn <laughs> Like, if I saw that you did something great, and I know that you do something, and I can't think of it off the top of my head, but, like, say, like, I know you cut all the audio for the podcast and say I needed you to cut some audio for me. I'm not going to be like, hey, can you just cut this? I'd be like, hey, can you cut this? And then I give you something for it or whatever. I know that you would never actually make me pay for it because that's where we're at. But, like, when it comes to my friends and their services, I always offer to pay. Yeah, exactly. Because I ain't trying to be no fake friend. Fake friend. I don't really Cue want Drake. no friend. <laughs> Cue Drake, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, dude, that is totally true. Y'all, just be supportive of your people. Okay, means. You, you know what I noticed, though? Fake okay. people are extremely smooth with their words. Dude, they're like snakes. It's like butter. <laughs> Purple cobras. <laughs> I fucking love dodgeball. I do too. If you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. No, but yeah, they're very smooth with their words. Like they definitely know how to get you. And that they also got that plays very Manilow voice. <laughs> I can't do. So you know what? This also goes in these fake people. Also go into what we kind of talked about. And our last episode that we recorded together was about bragging about oh this is how much I make blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Well. Real people don't brag about their successes. They keep it hush, hush. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you, I mean, yeah, it, I am one for fucking celebrate everything. I'll celebrate that I only have two more pounds to lose before I get to my big goal. Hey, That's, hey, hey. What's up? Bow, 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 bow. Where's the hype horn? <laughs> After I just happy Terry's, but whatever, right? I was Listen, hungry. it's about balance. It's about balance. Yes, a balance that dick. Oh. <laughs> Captain America's dick. <laughs> Literally not deep, everything. though. Not his, not his deep. Not, not, he's deep <laughs> no but people who are just humble i you know are just more real like dude i didn't know how humble i mean he came off as humble but chadwick bozeman yes, girl dude like that I, is somebody right there like that is somebody right there and like i am not one to get super affected by celebrity deaths or anything else yes, like that yes. but i just cried when i read that because he terrific actor just you could tell like yeah and you could tell like on his act like all of the roles that he played like he was just a good person Mm -hmm. even in interviews like you're like this is a good person this is a humble person this is a solid person like this is a great role model um and this is like what a man should be yeah exactly you know i mean he was gorgeous too so that also helped (laughs) but like you know, he was just amazing and an epitome of like any sort of role model for any man. Like, yeah, I especially think like boys of color and like mm-hmm. men of color, like even, you know, like white men too. Like he's like, y'all can take some y'all pages can take out of his some book. Notes. Like y'all go hang it a paper and pen and jot down what a man is. Cause that is definitely what a man is. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He was so humble, kept everything hush hush. You know, he was who knew he was giving back to these foundations, visiting these kids with cancer while he was dealing with the zone. But on the other hand, then you have people who are peacocking in social groups. Like I was saying, I want to see your peacock, cock, cock, your peacock, cock. Katy Perry for the week. But, you know, they're always talking about, like I said, their money, their raises, their this, their that. I got this new car. I got these jewelry. Oh, I don't know if you're very hood and you're like, I got these Jordans. It's like, okay, well. Yeah. All right, then you're just trying to flex on them. I don't know. That's what I just think. Like, the more you want to brag on something, especially if you're first meeting somebody, it's like, what? Like, when you get your new red, when you get your red bottoms, because they come in. They come in, y'all. They come in. I expect in. you to brag to us about them because they're red bottoms. Like, fuck, bitch, you work hard for that shit. You know, and yeah. we said this last time. It's okay to, you know, celebrate, you know, anything of yourself. It's just really, I guess, the delivery of it. And it's, I think, how you share it, too. Like, I'm going to tell you guys all about my successes and celebrate yes. it with you guys. Just like you guys are always going to tell me about you guys' successes and we're going to celebrate it. And we're just mm-hmm. going to be like, fuck yeah, girl. Like, keep going. Like, yeah, anytime exactly. that I get a raise or anything else like that, I let you guys know. Like, She said the whole team's eating. No. <laughs> I'm like, listen, dinner on me. But, you know, and when I do get my red bottoms, and don't worry, all of you guys will find out when I do get them, oh which is coming soon. Yes. Um, which has been a huge goal of mine and, like, been – I told myself when I reached a certain point of success that that was what I was going to purchase for myself. Um, I plan on sharing all of that with everyone just because that's that's a huge milestone for me. It really is. And I, like I said, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. And I just believe it's about the delivery. And I'm not going to about, I'm not about to go tell random ass strangers, hey, I just bought a pair of like $600 heels. Kick Look your at leg them. up. Check this out. <laughs> check this out. Exa- take them with <laughs> you in your backpack while you go hiking. Be like, hey, guys, stop right there. Check this out. Yeah. I it's got not going to be something that I'm going to whip out to a whole bunch of different strangers. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, if they see me wear them, they see me wear them. And I might, you know, share some of my success then. But yeah. I'm not going to go around and telling everybody or you know, like guys that I meet on Bumble. I'll be like, hey, check out my red bottoms or like They whatever. wouldn't even appreciate them. They wouldn't be able to appreciate them. <laughs> not the way that I would like them to appreciate them. That's for After Dark. After Dark, um, <laughs> Find out where the red bottoms go. Oh, my God. The Adventures of the Red Bottoms. Yes. yes. <laughs> That'll definitely be a segment on After Dark. That is so great. Like, uh, yes. The Adventures of the Red Bottoms. I love it. <laughs> But it's just like, and I'm also not going to share that with like random men or like people that I meet. Like, hey, did you hear about my raise? Did you hear about it? Did you see it? Like, this is how much money I make now and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's just never going to be a topic of conversation for me when it comes to people that I don't know or acquaintances or anything else like that. Because that's just not who I am as a person. Yeah. And then it's none of their business. Like, Hell no. (laughs) That's exactly what you said last time. It's none of their business. Mm -mm. No, it also goes into... Looking out for everyone versus looking down at everyone. Because there's a obvious big difference there, you know? Yeah. Genuinely, I do want what's best for everybody. No matter if I hate your fucking guts. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know, or if, or if I'm just like, you really piss me off. Like, I actually want what's best for you. Like, good. And one, two, I believe in fucking karma. So. <laughs> yeah. I really do. But I just think, like, I genuinely want what is best for anybody and everybody, whether... We are not against each other, but if we're, you know, competitors in like, let's just say podcast, I still want what's best for the next person that probably does what I do, 
you know, we're the same. Okay, cool. Even at work, even my friends, like, no, I want what's best for everybody. And I would never be, you would never hear me talk shit on air. No, you would never hear me talk shit about another podcast on my air because that's not who I am as a person. That's just rude. And why should anybody just step on somebody else to get ahead? Like, no, like be real, but you don't need to be all like that. Keep it. Keep your opinions like that to yourself. Well, and it shows growth too. Like <laughs> in my twenties, I probably would have done something like that, oh, and I have death. done something Me similar too. like that, like in my twenties. Mm-hmm. But as I've gotten older, like you, at the end of the day, you just want the world to be a better place, and you really do want the best for the people that mm-hmm. are out there. Like I have some friends that I'm not friends with anymore, and we had differences of agreements and mm-hmm. differences of opinions, and we are no longer friends, and we used to be really close friends, but I want the best for them. I want them yeah. to have a good life. I want, you know, their work life to work out. I mm-hmm. want their personal life to work out. Like, I want them to be successful because it's going to make the world a better place, and yeah. They're going to be successful in their own way, and I'm going to be successful in my own way, Mm -hmm. and that's really all that I want. I want what's best for people because there's enough hate in the world. There's enough, like, drama in the world. There's enough sadness in the world that – we don't need that anger. And also, I don't have time to be angry and pissed at somebody. It takes a somebody. lot of time. I don't have that energy anymore. Listen, guys, I'm tired all the time. <laughs> like, I don't need that weighing heavy on me. And all I want is to put those good vibes into the world. Granted, there's probably, like, one or two people, like, I don't wish well. But that's <laughs> just whole t- another topic for a whole nother, whole nother day. <laughs> alcohol will probably have to be involved for me to tell those stories champagne and bang (laughs) it's gonna need something stronger than champagne and bang um but like i said there's enough bad in the world and i i don't it takes a lot of energy to be upset at people Mm -hmm. and it's just easier to be at peace and be like i hope you accomplish everything that you want to accomplish and then some because you deserve it you're still a good person whether or not we see eye to eye on things yeah see i I agree. And you hit it again. Like it's growth because you're damn straight. If, and I'll put it out there. If Claudia and I had this podcast and these issues that we had had back when we were both younger, I would have been messy as hell. Y'all would have known all the piping hot tea that was going down. Y'all would have saw receipts and it all. (laughs) No, but I'm not, you know, grew up. I'm unfortunately 33 now and but I've grown and learned way too much from actually being a messy person and it's just oh my god it's so much and just like you said yeah there's some people that I'm not friends with anymore for me those ended badly but I'm like okay cool like we're out of each other's lives but you're moving on and doing things that make you happy and making new friends and of course I'm doing the same and that's fantastic. That's great. Like live your life and be happy. Like literally it's like do that. Yeah. There's, there needs to be more joy in the world, especially in 2020 because this year sucks. Oh my God. We don't have time for it. But this goes into another thing. Oh my God. Everything flows so natural. What the fuck, Jenna? Like, <laughs> I told you I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But this also goes into, and you've done this to me and I'm going to tell you, no, when, if you have an issue, you like will legit take yourself out of the group chat mm-hmm. and you'll message me. This happened actually very early on in the group chat history. It and it's, you know, it's a whole different type of communication. Like 
she's going to tell me, well, at that time it was through text message, which is still just me, but basically telling that other person to their face or just talk that shit behind their back and be like, yeah, this fucking bitch. And I just think it's how you actually have honest communication with that person versus, well, I'll just, like I said last time, I bottle emotions up, but I'm going to talk to that person about it. And I'll keep all my like true, true emotions to myself. I ain't going to be messy with that. You know, just being able to tell somebody that you do consider a friend, a family member or a great coworker, like, hey, I didn't like it when he stepped on my, you know, when he stepped on me during this meeting, like you really kind of shit on me and or you took credit for this project or a family member who's, I don't you know, Latin families, man. But (laughs) seriously, it's about how you talk to each other. Because, you know, granted, like I said, you know, we had whatever in the very, very beginning, which wasn't a thing. But you're like, I fucking need to tell you. Yeah. And I think it's about that. It it is. And it is like, it's hard for me to have those difficult conversations. They suck. And it gets awkward. It is. And they're called difficult conversations for a reason. They're not easy. And I value you and I valued our friendship and everything that we had created much more than what I was feeling at the time because yeah I was hurt like I was hurt that you weren't gonna be there and I needed to tell you how that made me feel in order Mm -hmm. for us to like grow and move on because if not I would have like started to resent you and like it would have been toxic and I just didn't want any of that and as I've gotten older I've been able to have a lot more of those conversations where a lot of times I would like bury them deep down and stuff like that and it wasn't a fight or anything else like that it was just like this is how this made me feel i need to tell you how i feel and then like cool we're we're over it if you hear the cat in the background it's benny he's just very vocal and he really wanted to be a part of the the podcast he has thoughts uh, on this he doesn't like fake friends either (laughs) because that's why i left the shelter but yeah it's important like i've even had to have those conversations Oh, guys, oh, we have a guest. We have a guest. Pause. It's like Ricky Lake. <laughs> so I've even had to have those difficult conversations in, like, my dating life. And, you know, oh, I remember, God. you know, telling you guys the story about the guy that I had gone on a date with. Mm. And, you know, we had the difficult conversation of how he can't be in a relationship. And Y'all, I was talk legit pissed feelings. off about that. <laughs> you were pissed off. I wasn't off. even in that relationship, and I'm pissed off about it. Yeah, no, I was mad about it. Um, but, you know, having to have that conversation, like, it sucked. It 100% sucked, but I'm glad that we had it when we had it instead of later on down the road, and I really get my feelings hurt. And even mm-hmm. having to have the difficult conversations of, like, with friends and coworkers of, yes. this is how this made me feel, and, you know, having the conversation of, I miss my friend, like, where has my friend been? Or even having to have those conversations with your parents, being like, I've had to have that conversation recently with one of my Ugh, my parents. It's never easy. It's never easy to be like, this is how I'm feeling, whether or not you may, you intended for me to feel this way. Yeah, and you always just try, especially if it's family, you're 100% walking on eggshells because you don't want to like damage the relationship. But at the same time, it's like, they're never going to know how I'm feeling if I don't tell them and if I just keep it. And then let's just say gossip to other family members about like what's going on. Yeah. Know? It just creates that that toxic energy and you just don't want any of that toxic energy and you want to be able to like move on and grow and you don't want to be spiteful of that person. And, you know, it is hard. And, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. you do have to have that space of like, hey, we can't talk to each other for a little bit until we can kind of process what we're going through and how we're feeling and have Mm -hmm. 
a real conversation about it where the emotions are kind of taking out of it. And it's just about like facts because me, if I'm real upset, I need a day. Oh yeah, definitely. I I need a day to process it. I will say something. I will cry in anger. I will say something to hurt people's feelings (laughs) on purpose. If I don't like take a minute (laughs) and then I'm going to feel like really bad and, you can't take words back because you always gonna you're always gonna remember what that person said, even if it was out of emotion. They're like, "No, I really truly don't mean it." You're like, "Yeah, bitch," but you but fucking you said, said it, it. exactly. Yeah. And you can't take that back. And so for me, something that I've learned, and it was, I mean, it took one time for me to learn the lesson, but I need time to process everything that I'm feeling before I can have a rational conversation about it. I mean, I've had to do that yes. with my boss before. Where I didn't talk to him for a whole entire day and I walked around the building and I like <laughs> did everything I could to not cry. And then I came back and had a civil conversation to be like, don't ever do this again because this was not okay. And Mic this drop. is not how like this ever, the way that this whole thing was handled was not okay. Don't worry, guys. It's not with my current boss. My current boss is amazing. Um, shout out to James. I would say James. James in his house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know, it's it's important to make sure you take that time to kind of simmer down. Agreed. Oh, my gosh. So much. I guess the next thing that I wanted to talk about kind of goes into like the looking out for others and kind of being humble all under one is just being able to offer like unconditional help versus being selfish. Yeah. Because I will unconditionally help anybody that I'm extremely close to. I don't care if we haven't talked in a couple of years and we just have that really good solid foundation already. I would do anything I can to help you as opposed to it's like, well, like you said, I'm busy right now. Um, maybe later. And, you know, I got something on the calendar, like whatever. But I, I think I'm the same way. Like no matter what, like I'm going to drop everything and do what I can for those people yeah I would those, definitely. Are my, those are my real friends those are my homies exactly i would definitely drop what what's going on especially if it's of no fucking value like if i'm watching 90 day fiance and you're like bitch i mean i've left work before so facts oh yeah you have yeah yeah there's been times even you know where another member of the wolf pack needed some help and i was like Yo, let me know if I need to like take off of work because I would just take off of work for you. Like I got one, I have the time and two, I'm just going to do it. So let me know. Let me help you. But yeah, it's about those people who you can depend on. 100%. You know, there's just some people you can't even depend on to have clean underwear on. Exactly. And I think that's how you can use that as a thermometer of whether or not they're a real friend or this bitch is trying to see if she got clean they underwear on. They are clean. I took a shower this morning. Oh, I did not because I'm going hiking. So I didn't see the point. And I shaved my legs. Ooh, girl, you shaved them legs for me. Brown chicken, brown Trying to get that Captain America deek. And my feet are clean. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So there's, let me fill you in on this. We have a studio audience today. (laughs) And so. With one person. uh, One person. And my husband likes to say, did you take a shower today? When I will either one, take a shower in the evening prior the night before. And all I do is sleep. And I sleep in a 69 degree cool room. Brown chicken brown cow. No. And he's just like, come here, let me smell you. And he goes, and he's like, "Mm." Did you clean your feet? I'm like, what? The fuck? Yeah, my little sister, big worm. She, big worm in the house. For real. She gets a trip out of this because he's like, I think you need to take another one. I'm like, what are you? Oh, my. I can't yeah, but is his feet clean? 
for uh, probably he's takes like three showers a day i'm like (laughs) what but i think that's a really good thermometer of how you can tell if your friend is real or not is if you're sick or if you really need someone and you call them will they be there because if the answer is no they're probably not a real friend Mm -hmm. and you're probably not a real friend back to them and that's okay yeah like it's okay to be a an acquaintance to people it's fine it's 100% fine. I have plenty of acquaintances. And I'm going to tell you, most of your acquaintances are probably going to be people that you work with. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But that, to me, is kind of how I gauge whether or not a person is a real friend, is if I need something, will they be there for me? Yeah, exactly. And if they're going to be there, is it going to be out of the goodness of their heart? Or is it going to be like, okay, well, I just wasted this gas coming all the way up north to help you jump your car. So... What's yeah. my money? Or <laughs> Venmo. Here's my Venmo. Yeah. Like, what? Really? You just said you would help me. I'm asking for a favor. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> no, totally. And it's somebody who's also not going to keep score. Like, of how many times you've done them oh a God, favor yes. and vice versa. Like, friendship and any sort of relationship, it's not about keeping score. Because oh when gosh. you're keeping score, everyone loses. Damn. Did you become the Dalai Lama like I did for my last episode? <laughs> I don't know, but, like, here I am, like, full of knowledge. Full of knowledge. Damn. Still single. No. Oh, my gosh. Guys, but seriously, that was, like, some really good information, Jenna. Like, no shit. (laughs) But it's true. And you know who the worst people are at keeping tallies? You can keep tallies with your boyfriend, your spouse, whatever, and that's not good. You should not do that. 10 out of 10, do not recommend. Yeah, seriously. But the worst people who, the people who do that, and it's the worst, is your family yeah oh my gosh yes i have family members that'll be like i did all this for you and nothing what and then you do one thing and they're like about time because i've just done all this i'm like "Mm." there's one thing about like joking around about it oh yeah sarcastic and then there's the other time of being real about it and you're just like i'm never gonna do anything for you ever again because it's like great it's like great you made me feel like shit because i did do something for you but then it's like wait i still have 67 other things i have to do in order to keep up with you it's like why not fam i'm good exactly okay guys so i actually wanted to start a new thing where we review local musicians talk about local artists um you know every now and then when they slide in my dms what have you and actually like give it an honest good like listen and this one actually just happens and okay maybe I'm a little biased because I know her and I've worked with her before in music she's amazing her name is Ashton she also goes by dear Ashton find her on Instagram Facebook all over the place and our and on all your local platforms like Spotify Apple everything else under the sun she's amazing she came out with this well actually she's coming out with her new album this fall but she has revamped some of her older songs that she did a couple years ago. And one that I am just addicted to right now is Peep Show. It's very sexy. Very like, hey, Jenna, use that during sexy time. Noted. Got it. <laughs> but yeah, so what you're hearing right now is Peep Show. Please go give it a listen. I'll put the link below. You'll find her in my stories. And... She's amazing. Hopefully I can go ahead and get a couple of words from her soon. Um, once her album has dropped or beforehand. So y'all can meet who Ashton is. 
she's incredible. Let's give it a listen. Yes. Someone's watching me. Baby, I can feel it burning. Visual ecstasy. The way my body Guys, right? Right? Doesn't it make you just like want to dance behind like a shower curtain because I don't have a peep show box and like make it all steamy and be like, hey. I mean, you can probably do a little rope dance. Oh, yeah, there it is. You know, do like the helicopter <laughs> with the tie. Oh, helicopter dick. Helicopter dick. Helicopter dick. You can do that too. So <laughs> it's for everybody. <laughs> it is. Truly. We're it not is. biased. <laughs> not at all. But speaking of helicopter dick, guys. Captain America. Deke. <laughs> that too. I'm so pumped for After Dark. It's going to yeah, come. Me too. We have a form now, so you can be our guest. Hell yeah. We also have like a question form where you can ask yes. us questions and that we can give you guys some advice. So some people have already like, found it. They did. We've got some good questions already that we're super excited They're about. They're juicy, and I was not expecting, especially one of them. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm super excited to like yeah. answer these questions. Was it? Did you read that one? And I'll just briefly say it because people are going to be really excited to hear about it. The um, eating booty like groceries one. I did. Girl. I was like, ooh. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. So I can't wait. We can't wait. We cannot wait. To get in. Well, I don't want to get into that, but we're going to get into it. You know, <laughs> it's going to be crazy. I'm super pumped and excited. It's going to come on on Wednesdays. It'll be on the same streaming platforms that you're currently listening to on now but you'll notice instead of the sis stop logo you will now see the after dark midweek dj DJ. (laughs) jenna this is fun obviously we'll be doing this many many more times i know it's been real i like being on the daytime show (laughs) daytime she goes listen y'all if y'all want to hear about the adventures of the red bottoms coming in october after dark is where to find me for real all right jay all right b take a hike Oh, I will. <laughs> That's why I told you. Hike, right? <laughs> Ready. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.